Welcome, 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 everybody, to this week's episode of the Heinemann Brothers Hockey Show. Um, everybody's favorite place to uh, see what the Heinemann Brothers uh, think about hockey. So, the season has started. We're, uh, well, one weekend. Today is Wednesday, the 21st? 20th? Yep, 20th. Second time's a charm. Uh, what's up, boys? Ty, uh, how's... How's the quarantine uh, back in Beantown? How was the uh, little vacay? Good. It was great. Worth the quarantine for sure. I actually just got uh, negative results this morning, so I'm all good. I went out into the world today, um, which was great. But Key West was amazing. Um, went fishing, went golfing. Uh, got to, I didn't get to tell you guys, but I got to chill with uh, Peter Dante, the dude from Big Daddy, and he's in Grandma's Boy. Uh, the dude, with, oh, he's, yeah, yeah. He, he's the gay dude in Big Daddy. When uh, one of them's like, "Oh, my balls are whatever," and he's like, "Your balls are nice." Is that is that <laughs> one? Um, so he was hysterical. Like, had super long hair. Uh, I made him laugh a couple times, which you know was amazing because his laugh is just like incredible. Um, yeah, it was it was really nice to be there. Uh, you know, had some nice meals and stuff like that. And Key West is definitely a, a sick spot. But uh, back to reality here. Starting to look at locations for donut shops and uh, going forward with that stuff. So a lot to do here. Lou, how's it hanging? How are preparations coming? Uh, good. We seemingly, we seemingly have a good solid date <laughs> of next week. And, uh, you know, finally, finally starting to feel a little bit real. Um, We'll be uh, quarantine. Can't speak. Uh, we'll be doing my two week quarantine at, down uh, down in South Jersey. Um, Beautiful. So be just close enough to family to not be allowed to see them. You gonna go see the Flyers? No, no. I'm <laughs> literally gonna go into a hotel room for two weeks and not come out. It's gonna oh, be maybe great. I'll get maybe I'll get NBC Philadelphia. <laughs> um, but yeah, just just. Uh, can I tell Lou's really excited about NBC Philadelphia? <laughs> well, I don't hey. need NBC Philadelphia. Hey, you get to listen to Jonesy. Dude, this app is great, by the way. I know. This thing. Steve, have you hooked it up? Uh, nope. Nope. Not <laughs> used once. Unfortunately, uh, um, I work at night um, from 8 o'clock to whenever I'm done, which is sometimes I get to listen to like one of the the end of the West coast games on my way back. And, uh, I really like when they have the five o'clock games because I listen, I get like the whole game on my way into work. Um, yeah. Commute. On, uh, on, on Monday I was, I was caught off guard and was really mad because I signed, I picked up Brendan Dillon and then the caps had the early game against the Pens, which I knew, but so he wasn't on my line. He wasn't on my, you know, roster yet the day before because he hadn't been you know through this process of picking him up or whatever so i missed him and he had a good game uh but i thought uh, that they were going to continuously do games throughout the the day um just because you know everyone's working from home but that was just mlk day um i i kind of wish they were doing more games like in the afternoon though what do you guys think i mean there's no fans so why wouldn't you like, there's me sitting on my couch, like, doing a little work. If I could watch hockey, like, oh, yeah. Know. And obviously, I mean, you're not going to, like, have 
marathons every day. But if there's hockey on every day, why why put it all at the same time? That's what I, yeah. I mean. As a player, too, I, I like how that, like, breaks it up. Like, you have different time games. It, it kind of it gives you a different preparation. It's not more, it's not as monotonous, you know what I mean? Something different. You don't think they're, like, kind of creatures of habit, though? Well, they like are. Pro athletes. They, they absolutely are. You know, they're still going to get there three hours before the game and do the exact same thing, depending on when the game is. But I don't know. Sometimes, like an early game, like they have in baseball, the getaway days, you know, the one o'clock game where I know that not a lot of the, I guess in some of the other Western divisions, there actually, there's some solid travel to it. So you play a one o'clock game and then you have a night game the next day. It gives you those extra couple hours. But. You can't. There's, maybe there's so many back-to-backs that you can't do that. I don't know. I just as a fan, I, I wish they would. Definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah, because actually that that Islanders uh, Bruins game was perfect at five o'clock on. Uh, oh, on LK Day, so. was unreal. Was unreal. Um, not not to mention the big win. Uh, I the have, game. Uh, the a- game was not unreal. I will say that it was pretty boring. But <laughs> it's exciting uh, to listen to. I, I got to give credit to the Radio Hofstra University guys. I, I freaking I like that broadcast better than most television broadcasts. I I'll agree with the uh, listening to the Philly one. I listened to the um, first period of the Philly Penguins the second game on Friday because I was still coming back from Key West. So you know, hard to watch on my phone going through the airport, but the radio picks up and. Um, yeah, yeah, I feel like they're so into it, you know, and they just do such yeah. a good job at portraying what's going on that you, you, you get into it. Yeah. As, I mean, it does take a, a, I think it takes a pretty good knowledge of the game to listen to it on the radio. Um, I, I wonder for uh, sure, but the only thing about the Philly broadcast is I, I can't stand Jason Martinez in between periods. I don't like him. Is he on the radio? Yeah. Okay. And he's like uh, he's like a WFAN. The, the fanatic I definitely or I, I definitely turn it off when I'm listening to the radio. I don't listen to the intermission um, when I'm doing the radio, which isn't often these days. Now that we got this going, uh, but uh, Lou, you wanna you wanna talk about your Penguins at all? Are you, I mean, worried about the defensive side a bit? Really, just the it's not even just the demon. Uh, we are absolute dog shit in our own zone. Like the the giveaways and the like panic and the just errant weird behind the back passes that end up on other teams' sticks. Um, really have not have not been good. That that being said, we're we're scoring a lot. Sid has started extremely hot and. Uh, Malkin and Gensel both got goals in the in the Washington series, so hopefully that kicks them started. Um, and the power play was better against Washington than it was against Philly, but um, yeah, I mean, just in our own zone, look like a minor league hockey team. I mean, to be honest, though, I think they could have won both those games against Philly. I mean, the second game was a little less close, but oh, they still first, got out, first two they still periods shot them. Yeah, yeah exactly. and. Oh, I was tied going in third on both games, right? Art Art looks really good those games. Art does look very good. Yep. Um, I don't think it was 
on him. The Flyers did not show up against Buffalo. Got absolutely dominated. But um, what uh, I wanted to get your reaction on that, but what are your guys' first reactions after the first week? Um, you know, what's I can start to. One of mine is Vancouver. First off, their power play, which I have Pedersen on my fantasy squad, so it's not fun right now. Um, they just look out of sorts, and that was one of the most we've talked about it all all last year. How dangerous they are with with Hughes and all those weapons. Um, that's my biggest surprise is is that team, not just the power play, but the whole team. You know what I mean? I will say that um, a fantasy player of mine, JT Miller, has only played one game so far because he was out on the COVID protocol early on which might be one of the impressions you might take from the early season, that there's going to be lots of players out, lots of postponed games. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think uh, getting JT Miller back into that lineup might help solve some of that for Vancouver. Hopefully the silent killer. Um, what's one of your guys' surprises, maybe uh, in a negative way like Vancouver for me? Uh, oh, a negative way. It's a, it's um, early, but or, or you can go positive. Who cares? I mean, the positive one would be, I mean – New Jersey's only got uh, three games. I mean, obviously, we've only got three or four games in, basically, if you're not if you're not the New Dallas Jersey. Stars. But, right. but the Devils, I mean, Jack Jack Hughes, look, he had a really good game. Uh, was that yesterday or the day before? Yesterday. Did you, uh, did you two, see his post-game two, interview? No. Uh, it was. You should look it up. He basically was like, uh, yeah, as, as long as you score more goals than that, we win. Davis. <laughs> yeah, he had a great game and he looked good. Zapalo like, sent me the video and just said so well out so outspoken. <laughs> New uh, Jersey yeah. is definitely a good surprise, Lou. Uh they they look like they're gonna be hard hard to beat consistently. Um uh, Blackwood yeah. had had a inc- couple incredible games. Um like you said, Hughes just looks good out there. Um, we got the, what's the Russian kid's name that scored the OT winner against Boston? Uh, no, he's not, uh, he's not Russian. He's from Belarus. Serengovich. Uh, oh man. Serengovich. His, okay, his well. post game was great too, because he can't speak English. And yeah. They're like, <laughs> he was hey, what was it happy. like? And he's like, happy. I, I happy. I see yeah. nothing. <laughs> said that. They, they come and hug me, and uh, yeah. they all happy. They're all happy. And, uh, <laughs> all of the guys, I uh, see nothing. Happiness. That was great. That was... Uh, um, a little fun fact for you. Uh, Belarus used to be part of uh, Soviet Union. There you go. Belarus is yeah. pretty much the only place left with a, a dictator. One of my, I think that's debatable. But uh, yeah, well, maybe in Europe, <laughs> maybe in Europe, I should say. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, it was really funny. I was talking to Apollo. He's a big Devils fan, obviously, and watching that Bees game because it was the five o'clock, and I thought I was going to be excited to watch the Flyers at seven. I uh, didn't want to watch that game after pretty quickly, but uh, we were texting, and I asked him right before overtime, "Who's this Saren Govich kid?" He goes, ah, so Belarus fifth round pick. Like, I guess he had a good camp, and then he was all over the place in the three on three, and then had the winner. I was like, yeah, there he is. <laughs> Although I don't see Butcher out there. I haven't. Is there any news on him? Is he injured or? Uh, I can take a look. They've got that yeah. new kid, Ty Smith. Yeah, who's, he's, who's he's been, been good. Well. He's kind of 
taken over. I was like, wait, where's Butcher? But this kid's pretty sick. I mean, yeah, I mean, we, you know, we went, we got through an era where all of a sudden, like, first-round picks and everything were supposed to just enter the league and start dominating, playing top-line minutes. And just that's just not the case sometimes. And, um, I mean, you look at just the early stages of what Jack, what this season looks like for Jack Hughes compared to last year. Um, and just, I mean, they've had a lot of high picks over the last couple of years. Um, so all these guys, if they can hold on to them and develop, they should start to to really uh, come together. I agree. I think the other guy that's going to make that jump is, is Rasmus Dahlin. Yeah, he looks he looks good, and 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 I guess him and Hughes have both put on like twenty pounds at least. So that's mm-hmm. going to be huge. You know, they might not be able to legally drink, but hopefully <laughs> they can throw around the body a little bit more. Uh, Will Butcher not on the IR, so he must not have had a great camp. Oh, is he? Uh, is he, he must he be like a taxi squad player. Taxi I squad don't understand guy. that. I don't. I don't understand. Like it, with the Yandel thing, I don't know if we talked about that, but like not yet. I mean, that's way crazier <laughs> than the Butcher thing, I think. But I mean, he was one of your best defensemen last year. I don't give a shit if he had a bad camp, like. He, He's one of your best guys. He, like, let him have a couple bad yeah. games and and prove to you that he really isn't up to shape or whatever. But that's just it doesn't make sense to me. I obviously don't coach in the NHL, but well, it's a new GM, wasn't it? Because Quinn yeah. was there for Yandel. Oh, okay. We're talking about Florida now, but in in, in New Jersey, I mean, they've had new coaches oh, yeah. every year. But at the same time, I yeah, let's go into the Florida thing because that well, shit is. Um, if you crazy. want my surprise. Yes, sorry. Um, I will go on the other side of the New Jersey, and I will go negative. And I think Boston uh, has no offense without Boston. Um, they uh, they struggled to beat New Jersey. They beat New Jersey in what a shootout. That was the the win that Boston got in the first game, and then then obviously lost in overtime. They and have then, zero uh, zero five on five goals. Yeah. Zero five on five goals. Yeah, still. Do they play tonight? No. Okay, so they got a couple of days off after getting shut out by my Islanders. They play uh, Philly. They play Philly tomorrow. They also. Um, I don't. I mean, it's not like they're giving up goals like crazy. They're still a pretty solid team, uh, like system wise. I mean, they do have the the Jack Adams winner um, in Bruce Cassidy back there. Rask looks pretty so fucking good not, too. So yeah, so I mean, they're not. They're not. Yeah, they're not weak on the back end by any means. Uh, even losing Chara and Krug, but uh, the lack of offense there is probably concerning for uh, the folks in Beantown up there. Yeah, they're not uh, not too excited right off the bat. That's for sure. I mean, it's a long season, but. Just a lot of things that you know we've we've discussed many a times that didn't make sense in the off season. They're not crazy about Craig Smith, and it doesn't help that Chara is playing solid minutes and playing pretty well. I mean, for the Caps D, playing well is you know winning a game by letting up three or four goals. But he's moving out there, and like I feel like he's effective. I mean, I don't know if that'll last the whole season, but um, yeah, I mean he was he. I mean, he played, uh, I think, pretty much every shift they could. They had him out on the Crosby line. The, and the bigger – sorry, the bigger issue was uh, Krug, though. But, yeah, go ahead. Char looks good. 
Well, yeah, I mean, he's 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 just still that big body with that huge stick that's just hard to play around. Um, so like you said, we'll see what happens later in the season. But, it, you know, it is a high pace season, but it is also a shorter season. So who knows? Um, All but right. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So this Keith Yandel thing, Siege, what do you think about this? I mean. Not only is he a, the Iron Man in the NHL, the longest current active streak of games played, 830 67? or 40-something, I think. What would you say, 807? I, I think it's 67, 867. 867, yeah. It's like that alone, I don't give a shit if you're a new GM or new coach. Like That's respect enough alone that, to even like put those rumors out and who knows how they got out that – Quenville was putting him on the taxi squad practice team or whatever. Um, and that NHL.com was putting out that he was going to lose his streak. It's just, ah, it's just fucked up. It's fucked up to me. It's bullshit. That's shit. We shouldn't, we usually don't see in this game, uh, maybe other leagues, but that, that pissed me off. Well, uh, it's he played <laughs> scored a goal. Yeah, he's, he's and then got he two had, goals he in two to, games. Yeah, and an assist on the winning goal uh, in their second game. Like he was yeah, top has- ten in D scoring last year. I, I don't get it. it the, it's the same thing with having a bad camp, like him especially. I don't give a shit. He's on the and team. He's like he's like top five in points over the last like ten years too. Ekblad stinks. I, I don't think it. Yeah, Ekblad. That's that's kind of wild because even even in his first couple years, he looked like he was going to be dominant. But uh, yeah. I digress. Um, I I don't think it had anything to do with the Andals play. Yandel's offensive production is not really arguable. Um, I mean, look at what he's done in the first couple games. Uh, I, I think it was like a, I think it was between him and the GM, and it was like a, I don't know if it was an attitude thing or, um, but either way, like as a GM, why aren't you trying to put your best, uh, your best team on the ice? So like. I don't care what you think about a guy personally, if he's, you know, as, as long as, he, and there's no way he's like out there, like doing crime and stuff. He's not like, a, he's not out there, <laughs> you know, slinging the H in, in Miami. Like he's not like a problem like that. He's, he's probably, I mean, he's known to be kind of a jokester. Which I would be surprised not. if uh, Yandel had like fake Jordans though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but and he's known um, to be a f- favorite in the locker room, so um, yeah, it's definitely a head scratcher, especially considering like Florida doesn't have any defense anyway. So why would you get rid of your best offensive defenseman? Um, it's like, what are you replacing him with? I don't know what they were going to replace him with. This is just something that comes from the top for me, where we talk about well, you know what's what's a good organization and. If you look at these situations as a GM or even an owner or president, it, they're going to happen. You know what I mean? Like, you're not going to like a player. He's not going to like you, but he's getting a lot of money. You're going to have to work it out. You can't just be a bully and, and do that shit and just go to the media and leak shit. I don't know if that's what happened. But if you look at Columbus and the Dubois situation, like, both sides are not happy. You could see, but you see Dubois out on the ice. Like, he's busting his ass. He's scoring shorthanded goals. Like, He's still playing, and to your point, that gives him, you know, trade credibility. And if you're going to say this guy's getting scratched and you don't really give a reason why, 
other coaches are going to be like, ah, like he's got a bad attitude or he's a bad player, this or that. You're not going to get shit for him. So just, just piss poorly handled, but at least he played. At least he played. It's just like, I hope he's uh, a deadline deal, which I feel like he typically is rumored to be one. Yeah, he has he has had that in the past. Panthers look pretty decent. I mean, against the Blackhawks, who, uh, man, they might be the worst team in the league. Um, they have a lot of injury issues also, but um, I think we've pretty well covered the, the East. So um, uh, other thing about the Blackhawks, though, is when the, the first two, two games against the Lightning, that was like free money on the puck line. Uh, Lightning <laughs> minus 1.5, hammer it. Um they was it wasn't like you know it was, those are the lines that I never touched though because I'm like ah if you lose it you're like fuck but yeah nice nice one I think you take the Habs tonight Sage Carey Price's money against Vancouver yeah I worry that they're gonna wake up the, the I, I agree I'm not I'm not definitely not ready to trade Pedersen um, <laughs> yeah. but uh, I I have a, a segment unless you guys have anything else. And then I want to do our picks. Well, actually, um, actually, I mean, I, I kinda, go ahead, go ahead. I, I was, I kind of wanted to, to see um, uh, what else we thought kind of a, uh, across the, the game so far. Like we had, uh, I think it's, it'll be interesting with all of the uh, playing teams two and three and sometimes four times in a row. Um, what like the bounce backs will be like uh, you saw Colorado, um, lose to St. Louis and then come back and beat them eight yeah. nothing. You saw um, the Rangers. You want to talk Ra- about that? Yeah, the Islanders uh, opened up with a four nothing whooping on the Rangers, and then the Rangers smashed us five nothing. Now, granted, Clutterbuck shot the fucking puck right into Varlamov's <laughs> neck uh, in warmups. Like that's. Uh, I mean, I'm a goalie, so that drives me insane. And obviously, like, pucks get away from you in warm-ups, and they didn't mean to do it. But, but yeah. fuck. Like, that's a bad way to start a rookie goaltender. First uh, off, uh, Siege, you got enough shutouts in fantasy with Varlamov already. Uh, he has, he hasn't given up a goal. He's yeah. given up two <laughs> I know. Um, and, and second of all, yeah, you hit a goalie not only in the – if you hit a goalie in the head – let alone the collarbone. That's a double max fine uh, the next day in court. You're fucking toast. You know, goalies don't get a lot of leeway in court, but you can't be doing that for that exact reason. Just keep the puck under the hips, boys. Come on. It's warm-ups. Yeah, it's uh, for the goalies. It's not, my, it's not for you. Siege, I, I will say to that point is like when we're doing our picks, if they're even teams, you know, I picked the Rangers in that game. Where, I mean, they're relatively even, as long as it's not like, you know, Blackhawks versus Lightning back-to-back, or probably going to go Bolts 1-2. Um, I'm probably going with the team that lost the night before, or the two nights yeah. before. That's the way the NHL goes, and, and it's going to be even better when, like you said, they get into three and four games. Um, that's going to be wild. I, this, the North Division is, uh, those games, I'm flipping to those games in between the Flyers more often than pretty much anything because I just feel like the talent and the storylines are, are building. It's like uh, Matthews McDavid tonight. Yeah. I wouldn't mind taking a flyer on Arizona against Vegas after Vegas just came back and beat them on Monday night. Although Vegas is kind of a wagon. You might get good odds there though. I, uh, let me flip my camera. 
I have my picks right here, and the Yotes are one of them. There you go. Because, yeah. I, because yeah. I agree, Siege. Vegas has had a couple couple wins. Um, I was just listening to Chicklets, and they were talking about the two really tight games that I lost my two first goalie wins potential. Quick had only let in one goal um, to the Knights. The Kings hit the post on an empty netter from downtown. Um, oh, guys had arms raised. Uh, fucking, and then they score with point three seconds left, and I'm like, oh my god! Like, can I please just get a win? And of course, you know, six seconds into overtime, Mark Stone, did, you can go onto Butcher Main's Twitter, Butcher Gross, and you can hear, I guess, Mark Stone passes it and goes, oh boy, yeah! <laughs> like right as he buries it, it's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> and so simultaneous to that, I flip off that game, and Johnny Gibson has got a shutout, but he's just standing on his head. And I'm like, oh, this isn't going to last. Like, this isn't going to last. And lets up a goal with, like, a minute and a half left. And I'm just like, come on. And then they lose in overtime. I was not a happy camper. Not a happy camper. But the Knights, they're going down tonight. They're going down. Meanwhile, meanwhile, my goalies have not lost a game between Barlamov, who hasn't given up a goal, and then I've got the tandem in Vegas. So I, I dropped uh, the ball. Yeah, I dropped the ball with that. I mean, I have Francois Francouz. I don't know. We decided what we want to go with, but uh, I, he's day-to-day. I thought he was going to go last night, but could have used, used the win against the Kings. At least Quick didn't play last night. <laughs> Lou, uh, Lou, I got a question for you. Because yeah. you were the only one of us who took Winnipeg in the North. I think Winnipeg has one of the best forward cores in the league, but their defensemen are god awful. I'm sorry, but I had Morrissey <laughs> on my fantasy team last year, and I was like, "What is this guy doing?" And now I watched a couple of their games, Morrissey and Pionk. I just I can't watch them on the power play. I can't. They they look like they're gonna shit their pants on the blue line. It's like, come on, guys. Like, just relax. Please walk the line. Pick your head up. Morrissey yesterday was walking the line and just no pressure on him on a power play. Top of the umbrella. Just loses it in his skates. Panics. Starts spinning around. Puck just goes off his skate right to the dude. He just clears it. I was like, <laughs> that was that was something I haven't seen since, like, JV hockey. Um, so so what's, what's going on with Winnipeg, Lou? Well, to, I haven't watched them yet this year, but um, I mean that's basically the same decor they had last year. Um, that they just kind of were were good enough. Experienced. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, but they were they were good enough where um, you know when you have a Vesna candidate goaltender um, in Connor Hellebuck, it it doesn't matter so much. I mean, this year might matter more because I, uh, they got, uh, Brassois as their, uh, as their number two. So we'll see how long that, um, that can last. But I mean, it is still, like you said, it's one of the better just down the line forward groups in the league. Um, and obviously you got, um, Brian little still out and now it's looking like Patrick line is going to miss a little bit of time here. Um, but, I mean, they're they're still looking looking really good down there, and I mean, it's that division is gonna be is gonna be so tight. I really think it's gonna be, you know, maybe maybe eight points separating one from one from what is it six up there? Seven, seven. Uh, Ehlers had a good um, 
he had the OT winner last night, and he had a good post game comp- press conference. Say like, oh, Ehlers, we never knew that you had no OT winners before. Uh, is it, when's the last time you had an OT winner? Was it was it junior? He goes, oh no, my my first year uh, against Colorado, I, I put it in our own net. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I, you know, I, a good sport. I love Ehlers. He's he's really one of my favorite players. Um, I got him on the on the squad. It was nice to see him bury that. Yeah, yeah, he's he's an excellent excellent checker too um, for a smaller guy. But um, <laughs> I, I, what are our three different picks in the North? It's uh, Ty has Edmonton, Lou has Winnipeg, and I have Calgary. Correct. I like that Calgary pick right now. It it, it does right off the bat. That's probably the the better out of the three. It's, well. Yeah, Vancouver looks like shit. Uh, Winnipeg looks okay, and and Calgary looks pretty solid. Um, yeah, Calgary. I like you know Matty Kachuk is. I'm so excited to watch him versus Brady, but um, Goudreau is finally scoring, and yeah, that's something that hasn't kind of happened in a year or two. So he's he's got goals and assists. He's letting the flow grow, go flow glow. What's that? There's a lot coming, of coming to America. There's a no. lot of flow go, going yeah. on around the league. Uh, Zibanejad's oh, yeah. like halfway down his back. Oh, it's greasy. It's greasy. <laughs> yeah, uh, Eichel's got, got the Mahomes some, going. Yeah. yeah. Hughes got some, Jack Hughes looks so. like he belongs in Laguna Beach, dude. <laughs> he's, I, I said that to Tom. I was like, he's, he's handsome. He's going to be a lady killer in Jersey. Watch out. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and also uh, in Calgary, that uh, it's not Josh Anderson. It's the, the other Anderson. What's his name? Elias. No, Rasmus. No, Rasmus. Rasmus Anderson. I like him a lot. The defenseman. Uh, he is line. good. I think yeah. last year we, he got a, a solid deal, and we're like, oh, we're, you know, we don't see a lot of Calgary, but I agree. He's a, he's a good good D man. Um, uh, you want to get to your uh, little segment here, Ty? Uh, yeah. Now that we've we've gone at least mostly around the league. Easy, easy segment. Um, you know, we're gonna we're gonna pick a couple pick a couple teams. We're gonna stay away from the stay away from the ones that are obvious here. So I'm gonna take out the take out the Flyers, the Maple Leafs, the Avalanche, the Knights, and the Lightning. You can't pick those teams. So we're gonna play a good old fashioned Mary Fuck Kill. All right. Um, Either you guys want to go first, or you would you like me to go first? And you can't pick the the Penguins or the Islanders either, right? Because that's your marriage right there. Uh, right. I, I'll tell you what, I'm definitely fucking Montreal. They are sexy. <laughs> right um, I I am I'm loving the Weber bombs. Price looks solid as ever. Uh, you got they fly. They absolutely fly. Sexy, sexy, fast. Um, I am going to, um, who am I going to kill? Um, I mean, can I, can I pick the, the Rangers to kill them? I mean, that's, that's a pretty yeah. obvious one. I, I hate I mean, the Rangers, but tell us, uh, tell us why you're scared of the Rangers. I, I mean, because they're really good. Uh, they're a good young team. <laughs> With, with good goaltending, um, they're going to be hard to. They're 
the rain, it's going to be hard to keep the Rangers out of your net. Um, that is actually is advantage. I went really weirdly into the boards, uh, in their last game. So, um, we'll see how that turns out. But between him and Bushnevich, uh, was Bushnevich murdered us, uh, in that five, nothing loss on Saturday. So, um, Maybe it's cliche for me to kill the Rangers as an Islanders fan, but um, fuck the Rangers. Um, uh, actually, fuck Montreal. That's that's who my fuck is. Um, who are you marrying? And, and man, I'm marrying. I think I'm marrying Las Vegas. Ooh. Oh wait, they're out. They're out. No, yeah, no, we can't marry Vegas. Yeah, yeah shit. You um, think it's that easy? You think you just get way. married in Vegas? <laughs> um, you running yeah. your eloping on us? That would have been a nice way. Uh, to do that. Um, I mean, I already kind of talked about Calgary, but um, I think they look more like the Calgary Flames of two years ago, the the 18-19 season. Um, Sure. And I think that's when they, I think they won the West Division that year. But but now, I think Markstrom is like the main reason why uh, they look more like a team that could could win the North. Um, he was really good against Vancouver, and again, no JT Miller, and we talked about how they were looking like they were struggling a little bit. Um, but the between Kachuk and and Lindholm, and um, uh, not to mention the Goudreaux and Monahans, um, they they're just. Uh, I think they're going to do really well this year, um, and they can make a deep playoff run with Markstrom in that. So, uh, and I don't think they have like a lot of free agent guys either. I think that's pretty much the team. Um, so that that's a good way to uh, to marry someone who's uh, looking like they're going to be the same for a long period of time. Yeah, their mom, like their their mom is hot too, you know. Um, yeah, you always want a good looking mom. <laughs> <laughs> all right lou <laughs> you've had right, some time to um, think about it i'm going uh marrying the ottawa senators um oh getting in I, early yeah f- uh, fully full of young talent that are going to be around for a really really long time um all they really got i mean yeah um murray's starting to look good back in net back there and then uh those guys kind of like montreal cg said they're they're kind of flying out there. They look like they're having fun, and uh, they're only going to get better and better every year. Um, I'm going to go ahead a little bit of an opposite direction. Uh, I'm going to fuck the Buffalo Sabers because um, in the moment, in the moments, super fun to watch, massively entertaining. Um, but in, I'm sure Dad's estimation, like Lou's he got says, daddy issues. Yeah, <laughs> um, they're, they're going to be a lot of fun every night to watch. But uh, in the long run, I don't know how well uh, they're. Especially, it's this is another year where now they're stuck in this even harder division, where they're going to have to try to really keep Jack Eichel. And if and if Jack Eichel goes, they're back into full blown rebuild mode. Uh, and I'm killing the. Philadelphia Flyers. They're they're too good. I don't like it. No, no, they're they're out. They're out. What? You can't Oh, you can't pick, can't pick the Flyers. Yeah, you can't pick the Flyers. Tyler ex- excused his own team from this. <laughs> Not a big deal. Uh, <laughs> assuming I assume that he thinks it's because like he excludes the Lightning 
uh, Vegas, call all the best teams in the league, and then he just tosses his flyers in there. No, I like excluded all of our teams. You can't fuck your own brother. <laughs> I wasn't or playing. Man. I was trying to kill him. Right. Fair enough. You could, you could kill him, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> Why can't I think of the brother in the Bible, Abel, or Cain and Abel? Yeah, yeah no. <laughs> Abel gets killed. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the Undertaker. Man, I mean, I guess, I mean, I guess if if I can't kill the Flyers, I guess I am also joining you, CJ, in killing the Rangers because they're oh. a team I don't want to be up and coming and good, and that's what they're looking like. Because uh, Boston, I think, is towards yeah. the end of an era. Oh, we got to kill him now, though. We got to kill him now. No, the Rangers. <laughs> I know that's what I mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We got we got to kill him now before they they come get us. Uh, I, uh, we got to go start a meeting with motherfucker Jones. <laughs> nice, <laughs> horrible bosses. Um, all right, I'm Lou. I was thinking about fucking Ottawa because they look hot right now. They're just like that young, sexy uh, pick. But I'm, I'm gonna fuck the Caps. Um, they are just. Full blown blonde bombshell out there with their power yeah. play and the the power. Um, so they're hot, the hot fuck. Um, I'm gonna kill. I'm gonna say my kill for the end. I'm gonna marry St. Louis. Um, I just like their veterans. I like how they added Krug and Hoffman. I think they're gonna be a quiet killer um, this year. I think they're gonna be right there in the second first spot with Colorado, maybe the third spot, but. Watch out for them in the playoffs, and, and that's what you're looking for in marriage, right? Is is longevity and consistency. So, um, and I'm gonna I'm gonna kill Winnipeg because I'm just fucking sick of <laughs> sick of fucking hearing about them, and I'm so sick of getting mad at their defensemen when I like need a plus from one of their forwards, but their D man just flubbed it at the point. Um, I mean, I'm nowhere near as good as these guys, but it just frustrates me to watch like them just suck at the point on the power play like just have a little poise for me um so winnipeg you're dead very nice um let's uh rattle through a little bit of news here um we have uh oliver ekman larson's going to be week to week with a lower body injury um yeah sean couturier will be at least a week or at least two weeks uh with the ribs we got um Stutzel's doubtful uh, in the next game, so he's got something lingering around. He's he's out tonight. Yeah, how okay. about his first goal? Oh yeah, I kept watching the replay on my phone, and I was like, "Did Shabbat get an assist on that? Like, wait, how, what was that pass? Like, why did it take so long? Where was the puck?" And then I finally saw it on TV, and was like, "Oh my god, it dropped out! It looked like one of those trick shots where the kid flips it up and twirls his stick around, and then it comes down, and he just buries it." It's like, holy shit, this kid's good. Good pick by me and Siege. Siege put the bet through. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's in. It's in. Uh, Very nice. Solder, um, the, uh, the other thing about that goal was he hit that thing so fucking hard. Um, I swear to God, it went through. What Was it on Hellebuck? Were they playing the, the Jets? Um, I don't, I don't no, know. It was like Toronto or Edmonton, I think. Okay, well, yeah, it might have been Edmonton. So it, it literally... I can't believe I couldn't like tell where it went through, uh, whether it was Koskinen or Anderson at first, um, because he hit it so fucking hard. And you're right. It was such like a slow, uh, drop out of the air change up. Like a, it was a circle change pass. 
um, across, and I can't believe he hit it that hard uh, on edge like that. It's one thing to like have it be thrown up to yourself, you know, and you you see it coming up, and you saw it go up, and you're seeing it come down. That was like uh, he was obviously watching the play, but that you know, I think Chabot was trying to just send it deep and it ricocheted and he was able to track it and put himself in a spot where it, it landed in his wheelhouse and he just fucking pounded it. It was, I don't know, it was something something special. So I'm glad we made that pick, although I think we lost 150 bucks each because we didn't put it in the beginning of the season before that goal. But it's all right. It's still yeah. a good bet. It's still a good bet. Um, I'm happy with my, my bets in the beginning, I mean, knock on wood, Montreal and Philly to win the divisions. I'm liking, I'm liking the chances on those. I like my Calgary odds. Uh, there you go. To win, oh, the to win the cup. Yeah. Yeah, I got Vancouver. Yikes. <laughs> I, I think Vancouver. The Vegas, the, Vegas one, the Vegas one looks good, though. Yeah, Wagon. Vegas yeah. is going to be good. Vegas yeah. is going to be good every year. And they don't Vegas have to give up. They don't have to give up a pick in the this coming dra- uh, fantasy or I mean um, not fantasy draft might as well be but uh, expansion draft. Yeah. <laughs> Ty, you know who else looks like they suck defensively is the Sharks. Dude, uh, was talking to Henry about it because he has Eric Carlson and he just he dropped him in fantasy. By the way, he's probably already on another team by now. Um, I was like, you should have traded him, dude. Some idiot would have taken him. But he's bad. He's, I mean, he just plays I so nice. I mean, I, th- I thought he looked pretty bad last year, too, but he had injuries and stuff. But, yeah, I, I think you're right, CJ. He just plays, he plays nonchalant on the point. Like, he's not going to get pressured. But, like, it's not how today's league is. Like, they're not going to leave you alone. And he just tries these crazy sauce passes, tries to cut it across the DOAs. And then in the D zone, he's – He's playing half the game, and he's just—he's not too effective getting back on pucks. You know what I mean? And it's—it's it's really hurting, really hurting San Jose. Burns yeah, looks he good. Look like he's, of course, Burns looks good. Yeah, I mean, Burns uh, is just—he's just the only guy back there. Exception on Burns. Like, fuck, you sure. guys made a great decision with Burnsy, and then you overpaid this other idiot. But I mean, Carlson—he's got his—he's got his skill, but with San Jose, like he's going to be minus like two every game at least you know what i mean even if he has a power play goal and they're paying him what 10 million dollars for the next what still five or six years i think it's like 11 it's a lot yeah that contract is fucking crazy and as soon as soon as they signed him uh after did they sign yeah they signed him after the yeah as a free agent out of ottawa and as soon as they did that i was like that's a fucking problem for them. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you did. You were on it immediately after that trade happened, and it is eleven point five million for the next oh. seven years. Oh my oh. god! Oh. <laughs> Yo, yeah, he's gonna be a, he, he's gonna be on the list. That's uh, worse than Brent Seabrook. I uh, yeah. I hope he's he gonna be on that money to Evander Kane. Yeah, uh, uh, Kane seven million for five more years. Well, I'm gonna Kane's, gear- Kane's bankrupt though. Oh. I'm guaranteeing you. <laughs> um, you didn't hear that, Lou? No. Yeah, Vander Kane filed for bankruptcy. He's in $28 million of debt, my guess. Jesus Christ. Not no. sure. Not maybe, sure yeah, how. Maybe Carlson can help him out. Um, maybe, if he fights, maybe. maybe if he fights Logan Paul. <laughs> there you go. There you go. He can make $100 million doing that. 
Um, but uh, I guarantee you right now, Eric Carlson is on the list uh, for Seattle to choose from. Yeah, like go ahead, take his take his contract, please, please Does take he, it. <laughs> he's got he's got a no movement clause, so he'll have to waive that. Oh, yeah, uh, it's not. You think wow. Carlson would be like, yeah, let me let me go what hang out with these third liners? He would never do that. That is a terrible he, contract. I mean, he could do that. Why not? Mm. He's not. He doesn't have to move that far. Seattle's a good know. sports city. I don't know. If San Jose I, seems I, a lot more chill. Uh, yeah, and the weather's nicer. Yeah, um, thank you. They got in well, and out I mean, there. He spent, spent his entire career in Ottawa, so I don't, like, it's rainy in Seattle, but it's not nearly as cold. Ottawa's cold as fuck. I went there once, and my water bottle froze in an hour <laughs> in the car. <laughs> I only re- remember that because I was, like, 10, and I was like, that's crazy. <laughs> My bottle of water is ice. Sorry, (laughs) go ahead. Yeah, do you guys see um, they're fining people for high sticks now? Well, oh, I wanted to comment on that, too. There have been so many missed high stick penalties. Yeah, but then then they're fining people for them. I don't understand. I've never seen a fine for a high stick. One of them wasn't even a double minor. I don't remember which one. Um, But it was a it was a Regular old two minute penalty for high sticking, and they got the like a, a I don't know it wasn't a lot of money considering what these guys make, but um, I've never seen that before. I don't like, know. Maybe that's the the league's next target. It's just you know they they were hard on hits to the head, and obviously I don't think it's going to be as drastic as that. They're, we're not going to be talking suspensions for it unless you you two hand somebody, but. Um, I don't know. Maybe they're maybe they want to get 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 it out of the game as much as possible. Although, frankly, unless you're Duncan Keith, I think like ninety nine percent of the high sticks in the league are are accidental. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I forgot about that. Uh, did you guys <laughs> twice? See? Twice he's turned around and swung at a guy. Yeah, not good. His flow's looking great though. <laughs> um, <laughs> so everything's fine. Um, did you guys see Provorov get buried last night after he shot it by Montour no. in, into Hutton? No. So oh, Provorov, yes, yes. Like that Provorov's, looked nasty for Hutton. He, <laughs> he shot it, and then he's clearly trying to veer off to the right, kind of towards Montour, and you know the puck's already off Hutton's shoulder, already going to the corner. Montour just decides to bury Provorov. Provorov kind of gets caught off guard and his arm swings and just buckles Hutton right in the chin. Hutton's helmet pops off. He gets shaken up. Provorov ends up shaken up inside the net. And then Montour jumps on him and just starts feeding him punches. Like, ridiculous. Uh, like, dude, this is all your fault, you idiot. Was, like, it, was it Montour that jumped him? Yeah, Montour hit him. And I know that Montour him. hit him. But it I thought ridiculous. I thought it was like I think Montour jumped him after like someone else jumped him because they thought no uh, the pro rob just ran him. But yeah, the, all right, that's a little crazy from Montour because because yeah, clearly I mean Provorov got almost knocked off his feet by that hit, and he was he got completely he was like, knocked off his feet. <laughs> yeah, he was airborne when he he was airborne out of control when he hit Hutton, and Hutton yeah he got his mask 
the fu- the uh, funniest thing to me, and then yeah, and then he he hit his head on the post as Provorov went flying into the net. So I feel for <laughs> Hutton too, who also uh, who also I think has a save of the year candidate early on with uh, that right toe save that he had in oh, that Philly game. Oh my god, on JVR. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was ridiculous, incredible, um, great far pad shot. But no, the craziest thing to me was Ralph Kruger at after the game saying that Provorov, yeah, you see his elbow hit him in the chin. He knows what he's doing. Like, did you watch the play at all? He got buried, got spun around, did a 360, and his arms were flailing. Oh, so sorry. (laughs) Like, what? Ralph's back in his guys, but yeah, he's wrong. Well, I saw someone on Twitter was like, yeah, Ralph's been watching soccer too long. (laughs) But I was, I was just, it really bothered me that, that Kruger, or Kruger, uh, fucking Montour went in and not only did that, but then jumped Prover off where it was like, it's hard to get back at Montour for that because the goalie's there and the refs are going to go heavy in. But I was like, fuck you, buddy. That's all your fault. You did that to yourself. You did that to your own goalie and you didn't play the rest of the game. So idiot. He was playing really well. Last little thing um, we saw this. We've got our first trade of the of the season. Uh, Ian Cole traded one for one to the Minnesota Wild uh, for Greg Patteron. Huh. So kind of just a, a one for one defenseman swap. Greggy. Um, oh, no. Not- God damn it. I think I've got Cole on the. Hey. I don't think he's I been playing. Hey, ESPN uh, uh, does do a good job at like letting you know about these things. Like, I had uh, I had Carl Alsner, I think that's who it was on my team, and I and I clicked on it and was like, why didn't he play the first game? Because I saw like no stats at time on ice, and it was like, yeah, the Caps are uh, they're planning on waiving him and completely buying out his contract. And I was like, wouldn't that be one of those like red alert things, like? There was no notifications on this guy. Like, he basically should yeah. be ruled out. But uh, thanks, ESPN, for nothing. I miss my Yahoo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I told Henry we're, we're definitely not doing this another year. But it's a fun experiment, the, the rotisserie I, style. I like the rotisserie because yeah. you've had a plan. Can you do that in Yahoo? I'm not sure. I would assume To be honest, so. but I like Yahoo just, I mean, Talking fantasy football, I like Yahoo much better too. So I just like like the app is just better. Like yeah, how you can switch better. players around is better. Like the fact that I have to go up to edit roster. Yeah, yeah and then, yeah, for sure. You'd think they would have invested some and bullshit on one that. One of the things that I love about Yahoo, especially for like, Thanks, my Disney. situation, where I'm not sure how often I'm, I'm going to have to try to really be like updating it. A week at a time. That's because uh, uh, there's no like auto. Like, um, why don't you uh, invest in a um, a close friend, a proxy? Yeah, because all my close friends that pay enough attention to hockey are in this league, <laughs> and I can't use dad this time like I was going to last time. Dad's fucking, in the league too. Fucking dad! Like Wednesday, I'm in Key West. He's like, can you? Just- Show me how to do your lineup. And I'm like, wow, you have a good lineup. Like, fuck, you have heart. I, I yeah, also, I was like, you have heart and group hour? Like, fuck. And then, like, he's first. And I'm just like, 
people are like, that's your dad? I'm like, yeah, he's, like, he's asking me how to set his lineup. He's totally faking it. Like, <laughs> Lou, I also feel like uh, you're going to have access to Wi-Fi and Internet. Yeah, but... I will while I'm, while I'm there. It's, it's when I'm traveling. Right. But anyway, uh, do we do we want to do our our picks uh, for, well, for yeah, time like that? Yeah, fuck it. We'll do uh, we'll do the picks and then we'll pop's picks and then get out of here. Yeah. 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 All right. Uh, so I already have mine picked. Uh, so I can go first on each game. Got Oilers Leafs. Um, I think I think uh, the Leafs have been playing really really well. Uh, but I think the Oilers are going to get him tonight. I think McDavid and Drysaddle, Dry especially, who hasn't been um, as great. I think the Oilers make it happen tonight. Uh, I'm going to go. I'm going to go Leafs on that, Ty. Um, I'll also take the Leafs. Uh, I could use uh, Hattie from Matthews to uh, uh, even up my lead in fantasy. Uh, yeah, I don't fuck off. I don't, think, I don't <laughs> think I've mentioned the whole show that I'm solidly in first place. Thanks a lot to Varlama, but uh, I'm also yeah. first. In, I'm also number one in goals. So you're first um, in like every goalie category, which is huge. It's that's like a, a gift of seventy points. But I mean, yeah, the goals is huge. That obviously gets you a lot of pluses and stuff. Um, Siege, I'll, I want to make a trade with you. I'm willing to. do What goalies do you have? Ah, we'll get into that later. Um, all right, next game we got blue sh- <laughs> blue sharks. Uh, Sharks have been struggling. Um, yeah, I'm taking the Blues on this one. Yeah, I'm in St. Louis as well, Ty. The, the Sharks actually uh, played them relatively close, um, whether it was yesterday or the day before. Um, but this is not one of those, uh, uh, you know, after a loss situations that we were talking about earlier. Like Tyler said, they're not close enough. And I don't think you've seen everything from St. Louis. Yeah, I just married him. <laughs> Hope not. Um, next game, we got Minnesota in Anaheim. Uh, Minnesota's two and one. Anaheim has one, one and one. I'm taking my boy Johnny Gibson. He's been hot. He's playing tonight, uh, so I'm rolling with him. You know, mostly going to be rooting for the only time Minnesota scores is with Kaprizov. <laughs> Best auto uh, pick ever. Uh, I'm going to go Minnesota on this. Wild. Kinch, CJ left. Oh, yeah. That was awesome. a bummer. Oh, now he's back. Okay. <laughs> Just kidding. Well, uh, welcome, welcome, welcome. <laughs> welcome, welcome, uh, everybody. Um, what is the game we're talking about? Ducks Wild. What is oh. Anaheim versus Wild? Uh, okay. Minnesota's look kind of good. We didn't really touch on them today. Um, Who's I was saying how Kaprizov uh, is sick. Uh, Gibson yeah. for the Gibson for the Ducks, um, and then what's his name? Kakinen. Kakinen, yep. One of the two cops. Pakia Kakinen and my Harvard Yadikin. Damn. Um, so I don't know. Maybe maybe you go Ducks here. Um, maybe that's one of my upsets. Uh, yeah, I I think the. The Ducks are due for a win here. John Gibson has been playing well. Quack, quack, quack. Um, next game is a game I've mentioned. Habs Canucks. Carey Price is going for some sort of record, I think. Um, 
goalie-wise, but I think he's really stat-wise good against the Canucks. And I also think they stink right now. So I'm taking the Habs. Uh, the Canucks are going to wake up. Uh, and and I, I always see it with, at least with Sid and Gino, and even you saw it with Ovechkin for a while. You never get the record on the first try. It's going to take him. Um, I think it was, yeah, first goalie to reach 350 wins in the franchise. Is that good? Is Montreal a good franchise? <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, there's a couple of names I can think of. Uh, Ken Dryden, maybe being the top guy, yeah. but uh, great uh, announcer. Yeah. Yes. Uh, do you believe in mirror? Actually, that's the Al Michaels line. But uh, <laughs> um, no, Ken Dryden does the. Uh, oh no, Al Michaels does the. Most people don't believe they know between a blue line and a clothesline. Yeah, it's Al Michaels too. Fuck. Yeah. We can't think of. We can't think of Al Michaels is just a legend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, Habs. I'm on the Habs bandwagon. Uh, I got. Uh, Weber I mean, you're fucking them, so you might as well pick them. Yeah, yeah. Weber and Tatar on the fantasy squad. Um, they've been. Nick, they've been. I good got Nick Suzuki. So He's hot. Yeah, he looks good too. Um, all right, and last but not least, the Yotes are in Vegas. Um, they're one one and one against the undefeated. Three win nights. I am taking the Coyotes. Um, yep. You got Kemper in goal against Flower. And I, uh, Flower played sick last time he was out there. But I just think the Knights are due for a loss. Yeah, I think uh, we, talked, we talked about that earlier when I said uh, there might be some, uh, some good money on, uh, on the Coyotes tonight after a tough loss against Vegas. Although OEL is still out. Yeah. I picked up uh, Connor Garland on uh, on on waivers. That was a great pickup. He's buzzing out there. I'm going Vegas. I'm fading Tyler hard tonight. Yeah. Every t- I just keep giving like an- analytics and reasons, and you're like, "Yep, go the other way for no reason." I mean, I'm I'm looking at start. I'm looking at starting goalies and and the uh, the last couple games here. I've got them up on the screen. Hey, we both got the. Oh no, you took the Wild. Yeah, CJ took the Ducks. I think the Blues was the only common pick, I think. Indeed. All right, kids. Yotes, Knights, Desert War. I said said Yotes. I'm with you. Uh, Gotcha. I I think uh, the Knights are due for a loss and uh, probably good money on the Yotes if you want to slap them down. It's, uh, yeah, I I might, I think we should put money on the Habs instead. Let me know what that is and I'll go in with it on on you. Um, I think looking at my original. Picks, I think uh, it's got to be pretty even right now. I mean, it's only been a week, but I think Lou is probably in last. Me or CJ, maybe CJ isn't first. I'm not sure. Yeah, adding them up is the hard part, Ty. Um, well, that's that's why I'm trying to give you these uh, these sheets. That way, you just have the points, and then you can just add them day to day to day. You know what I'm gonna. You know what I'm gonna do for you guys. Making us Excel sheet, Excel. Yes, that lives in Google, so you can both edit it together at the same time. No thanks. Uh, that that sounds that sounds hard. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, I'm just saying it's available. It's, <laughs> it's the not, same it's spreadsheet. Not hard, but I just it's I the don't... same spreadsheet that you you guys can both update. So, like, if one of you gets the picks the one night and the other one yeah, has it, but the less Google Drive sheet shared bullshit I have with everyone is is better in my life. I'd literally rather write it down than have to go on my computer 
go on to my Gmail, go into the, like, yeah, just. My yeah, computer's yeah. old. I might get a new like one from notebook. work. But, yeah, I like the. <laughs> All right. You know, pictures, <laughs> well, I'm not, I'm not doing it. Pictures take bones nowadays. It it's pretty cool. <laughs> wow, did Matthews cut his hair? The fuck? I don't know. Okay, let's pop stars. It's terrible. Um, <laughs> why did he do that? <laughs> he's got some interesting looks, that guy. Well, uh, he's he's fashion. He's a fashionista, but I like his muzzy and and long hair look. But it looked like I don't know. Well, maybe he did it for charity or something. Let's hope. Um, all right, you guys got a pops pick? Yeah, uh, gonna... easy, easy for me this week. Sorry, Lou, I feel like I could go on before you go ahead, Lou. Uh, that's all right. Off? Uh, that's oh, okay, see, yeah. I'm going to lead you off with the with the <laughs> ultimate homer pick, uh, so it doesn't look as bad. Already, because uh, Sid Crosby's uh, leading the team. Uh, a couple game winners setting up. He's got uh, three goals, two assists, um, killing it so far. Uh, Sell out. So Sidney Crosby, easy pick for me this week. Honorable mention to uh, Kasperi Kapanen. He got his first game in, and he looks good. Um, yeah. This is not even a homer pick. Semyon Varlamov hasn't given up a goal yet. Um, two shutouts. Uh, he looked really good in the first game against the Rangers and had some offensive production and then uh, played a 0-0 game against Boston until a little over four minutes left uh, before Pajot batted one in. Um, but Varley uh, looks good. So if, uh, if Sorokin can shake off that, that tough five goal spot where uh, he didn't know he was starting anyway. Um, then we're looking solid once again on the back end. Semyon Varlamov. Yeah, he's uh, he's been pretty good. I was pretty frustrated to see that that game was like, oh, CJ's going to get another shutout. Like, come on, Boston. Not often that I'm rooting for them to score a goal. But uh, all right, I don't know. I'm between a couple guys. I, I don't want to go Homer because. All you guys did, although the Flyers are leading the East Division. Um, I'm going to, I mean, Kaprizov, was, he, he stood out to me, you know, just a guy, he's on my fantasy squad, blah, blah, blah. But I don't know. I don't know if Dad likes that style of play. Um, I'm going to go with uh, fucking Jack Eichel here. That's a, that's a homer pick for Pops. He's got six points, no goals, but he was absolutely buzzing around against the Flyers in that first game when they dominated them 6-1 um, also listened to him on Chicklets it was a great listen if you guys heard him when he ran out of gas on the way to his game in oh, Buffalo yeah. <laughs> that was incredible um, so Boston guy gotta give you know number 9 the uh, Pops pick of the week Very nice. uh, speaking, of, speaking of spitting Chicklets you guys listened to the most recent one yep yeah that, uh, I'm almost, had almost through it I've had Umbop stuck in my head. <laughs> I will say I was walking down the street today and, and that part was coming on when uh, when they randomly just started go Umbop, Umbop, and Biz and Whitney were like, you know, they're going off on a tangent like, boop, bop, boop, and oh, I was cracking up, cracking up. <laughs> I was laughing quite a bit through the last one. They, yeah, if it's bad when I'm on the train and I'm listening to them because I'm just fucking <laughs> trying not to die laughing at random shit. <laughs> and on that beautiful note, 
<laughs> we will get ourselves out of here. Oh, I got the handsome hair going on right now, boys. The flow is raging. Yeah, I don't. I think you need the straightener. Not even. It's not. It's not that curly when it gets this long. It's hard to even get it to the fro, but it is long. This is riveting things, especially since no one listening will be able to see your hair. Um, people aren't listening by now. Sorry. <laughs> they can um, hear his hands looking through the locks. <laughs> uh, go check out our very good friends' parlors. They're a great Feathered band in New York City. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like my use of the word stroking in that sentence, but yeah, what are you going to do? Oh, you can follow us on our social media. Parlors. We are at the Heineman Brothers Hockey Show on Instagram, Parlors. Facebook, Twitter. Lettuce. Hockey. <laughs> Ty, who do you want to trade me for?